What's up, family? It's your man, Mo Morris, the One Man Army, and welcome to Hood Radio. It's your man, Mo Morris, the One Man Army. What's up? It's your man, Mo Morris, the One Man Army. What's up? It's your man, Mo Morris, the One Man Army. What's up? Welcome to Hood Radio, where we honoring our own dreams. Welcome to Hood Radio, where we honoring our own dreams. Welcome to Hood Radio, where we honoring our own dreams. I'm your man, Mo Morris, the One Man Army, and I want to talk to you today about a day, man. It was a serious day. You ever do you remember the first funeral you went to? Do you remember the first funeral you went to? Do you remember the first funeral you went to? My first funeral was my grandfather, my mother's father. I remember him laying in the casket, man. You know, man, it was real, man. You know. You know, my mother was sad. You know, I didn't know what was going on, man. You know, I was a shorty. You know, I, I, I remember seeing my grandfather in the casket, but I don't remember my grandfather holding me, talking to me or nothing. I don't remember none of that. But I remember seeing my grandfather laying in the casket. And everybody had on black and I had the clip on town. You, you know what I'm saying? It was real. It was real. It was... It was my first funeral, my grandfather. And I remember my mother crying. You know, you're sad when your mama's sad. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know why I was sad. I was sad because my mother was sad. Not because my grandfather died. Because I really didn't know the man. I was a little boy. But my mother was crying. So that made me cry. You know what I'm saying? Do you remember your first funeral? The date was July 10th, 2007, family. July 10th, 2007, when a funeral took place that was supposed to be the end, the ending, the burial of a word, the burial of racism. July 10th, 2007 was the date that the NAACP had a funeral. For the word nigger. July 10th, 2007 was the day that the word nigger was laid to rest. On that day, the NAACP in the city of Detroit had a funeral procession where the word nigger was put in a casket and the people came out in the street and was cheering and they made it to the cemetery. They had dug a hole. They lowered the casket. And they threw dirt on it. And that was the end. The N word now was buried. Not to be seen or heard from ever again. As two gentlemen were walking out of the cemetery that day they were friends one looked to the other one and said man do you ever think man that we gonna hit the word nigga again after we just buried it 
I mean, we just buried this thing, man. Do you believe that black folks about to stop saying the word nigga and, you know, white folks going to stop saying the word nigga? And nigga has now been removed from the planet. And his friend looked at him and said, nigga, please. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? What are we doing, family? That's what we doing with it, family. We getting a casket. We buying a casket, family. Somebody wrote the word nigga on a, 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 on a on a sheet of paper, family. They actually put had a buggy and horses, family. They put the casket on the back of the buggy, family. And the basket went riding down the street, family. And the people was in the street cheering, family. And they they dug a hole, family. And then they put the casket in the hole, family. And then they put the dirt on top of the casket, family. And Quentin Tarantino said, nigga, 52 times in the next movie, family. Are we kidding ourselves, family? You know, enough of the symbols, man. That was a symbol. That was a token, family. Hey, black folks, we ain't got the word nigga no more because we buried it. And before 10 brothers got out of the doggone cemetery, somebody said, nigga, please. Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. Hey, NAACP, we need a little bit more than that from y'all, dog. We need a little bit more than symbol, symbolism, family. Hey, NAACP, you stretch across every country, family. Why don't you get on the mic and announce this reading program you got instead of putting money and burying the word that your own members going to still be saying? Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. Let's do something better with our energy, man. Enough of the symbols. No symbols, no songs, family. You know, that's what we do as black folks. You know, we get us a symbol. We get us a symbol and we look to the symbol or we get us a good song going, you know. You know, you know, where Mother Mahalia at, where we shall overcome. You know what I'm saying? You know, we look for symbols and we look for songs. Hey, man, the word nigga was never buried, y'all. Black folks say the word nigga too much. We worried about the white man saying nigga. Don't nobody say nigga more than black folks. That's why white people got mad because we say nigga so much. They thought they could say nigga. Then the t a couple of a couple of knuckle sandwiches got passed out. Then white folks end up here complaining and mad that black folks telling them that they can't say the word nigga. And I know white folks like, hold on, homie, we made it up. <laughs> we own that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what the white folks is saying. Hey, homie, wait a minute. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. What we doing in the street, man? What we doing in the street, man? Hey, family, no symbols, no songs, man. No symbols, no songs, man. We don't need no symbols, family. We need hard work. We don't need no songs, man. We need commitment. That ain't that ain't what we need. We need hard work and commitment, man. That's what we need. We don't need nobody running around with no symbolic funeral family. What part of the game is this, man? Enough of the tokens, man. Enough of the scraps, man. Let's get to work. Let's get to work. Let's organize. Let's mean this, man. Let's quit allowing our people to be mistreated, family. Let's push ourselves to the next level, family. What's up with that? That's what I'm on, man. I could care less about a funeral for a slur, or you want to call it a racial slur. Okay, praise God. If you want to sit up there and say that, that's cool. But you, every school you go to, every neighborhood that black folks in, you're going to hear the word nigga. And by the way, 
I stopped saying nigga when Quentin Tarantino stopped saying nigga in his movie. That dude say nigga more than anybody in his movie. Then I got all these black dudes. I got Jamie Foxx. I got RZA. I got all these cats. I'm like, yeah, I'll work with Quentin Tarantino again. Yeah, I bet you would, brother. I bet you would. 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 But Quentin Tarantino ain't going to be running around talking about no Jews in his movies, though, is he? Hell, you can't even say the word fag no more. You understand what I'm saying? That's a racial slur, homie. You can't even say that no more, family. But you can say nigga up and down, up and down the street, homie. You understand me? You understand me? You know, black folks, let's get off the symbolism. Let's get off the songs. Let's get off the symbolism. Don't nobody need no Clydesdale walking down the street, pulling no casket, talking about we ain't going to say that word no more. I feel you, family. If that's what you feel you need to do, praise God. But hey, brothers, hey, sisters, I think we can do a little bit more with our time than worried about trying to control how somebody talk. One of the cornerstones of this country is freedom of speech. We can't stop nobody from saying that word, family. You can't stop nobody from talking. You can't stop nobody from expressing how they feel about something. You can't express no, you can't stop nobody from expressing themselves. Whether you feel how they're expressing themselves is positive or negative, man. Don't nobody care what you feel about how they talk, man. Cat gonna talk the way he talk. But at my, at, at, but that energy we got worried about the funeral over there and digging a hole. Hey, man, what about those schools in that city? You know, NAACP, we got to do a little bit more than a funeral for a word. And you should have seen them, y'all. They had the rah-rah crowd going on out there. You know, you had preacher man at the burial site that gave a reason and we that we biting and rebuking and all that. Hey, man, I ain't biting and rebuking the word nigga. I'm not. I'm not. But I tell you what, I will bind and rebuke and fight against. I'll I fight against this illiteracy in the hood. Right? 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 NAACP, since y'all want to do so much marching, why don't you march through the hood and pass out some pa uh, some pamphlets about this tutoring program you got going on? Because what we going to do to fight our young boys going to jail and our young girls getting pregnant, we going to make sure they highly educated and feeling good about school so they'll be feeling good about their future. How about that? How about the money that went to go play for the the Clydesdale for the for the for the for the um for the pulley for the for the for the for the for the um vehicle that was gonna carry the casket down the street instead of putting our money into that instead of putting our money into the casket why don't we put our money into the programs why don't we put our money into something that's gonna better our people how about that but no we want to go over here and put some money into a symbol that we gonna bury in the ground. Right? Or was this just a promotional ploy? Could have been a promotional ploy. You know, could have been a promotional ploy for the for the for the for the, for the casket, for the, for the mortician. You understand? They could have came together and did a great marketing plan, right? But who is that helping? How did July 10th, 2007 help the brothers and sisters? How? How? How did July 10th, 2007 help the black brothers and sisters? How? I'm listening. I'm waiting for an answer. Can anybody 
show me, tell me how July 10th, 2007 helped the people. I'm listening. How did July 10th, 2007 help the people? Brothers and sisters, we got to quit doing the easy thing. There is no substance to that at all. Brothers and sisters, we are in a war. And you do not bring a slingshot to a war where it's going to be tanks on the field. A slingshot versus a tank, that ain't going to end good for the person with the slingshot, right? So what we got to stop doing, family, is we got to quit bringing, just because it's a knife fight, that don't mean you're going to do damage with a butter knife, yo. A butter knife is there to cut butter. A knife fight is there to cut skin. You got to have the right weaponry in the in the battle. You got to understand your battle and you got to have the right resources and the right weapons to win that war. And having a casket and a, a horse and a buggy pulling the casket down the street and burying the casket, it's not going to do anything for our people. That's not going to impact the reading scores. That's not going to impact the graduation rates. That's not going to impact home ownership. That's not going to impact the money being being made made in black communities. That's not going to impact any of that. That's not going to impact the number of black. Um, that's that's not going to impact the number of of of, of black employment. In, excuse me, the number of black businesses in black communities. That's not going to impact that. The horse, the buggy, the casket, and preacher man ain't going to do nothing about that. They're not going to do nothing like, about that because that is a empty symbol. That's an empty symbol. That is an empty symbol. That is an empty symbol followed by the song. Brothers and sisters, we ain't got no time for no slogans. We ain't got no time for no symbols. We ain't got no time for no songs. No slogans, no symbols, no songs. Just work. The only way this situation is going to be turned around by work. Work. That's the only way our situation is going to be turned around by getting to work. Getting to work, having a plan, doing something of substance, something of substance, not yim yapping, not, not rhyming when you talk, not none of that family, getting to work, no slogans, no symbols, no songs, no slogans, no symbols, no songs family. Brothers and sisters, that is what we have to be focused on. What we have to be focused on is the building of our future. Not worry so much about the past, have an understanding of the past, learn from the past, and use it as a guide. Yes, sir. No doubt about it. Right on. But at the same time, build a future that is going to withstand and strengthen your people. Build a future where black businesses will be in black communities. Hey, man, what about that? If it wasn't no money, if we were so poor that people wouldn't set up stores in our community. If we were so poor, there would be no lottery in the hood. If we were so poor, there would be no nail salons in the hood. If we are so poor, there would be no liquor stores in the hood. If we were so poor, there would be no stores in the hood. But black folks, we ain't poor. But what we're doing is we're allowing somebody else to set up the businesses in our community. 
because the businesses in our community are owned by individuals that don't look like us. The businesses in our community are owned by people who are taking money from our community and taking it back to their community. The, the re, and, and brothers and sisters, that's our responsibility. But once again, when you sitting around here and you involved with slogans, symbols and songs, you're not dealing with substance because you, 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 you dealing with a slogan. You're dealing with a symbol. You're dealing with a song. But where's the substance? Where's the substance? Where are the tangibles at? Where are the tangibles at in a slogan? Where are the tangibles at in a symbol? Where are the tangibles at in a song? All you hear is words and symbols. Hollow actions. Now I understand what the brothers and sisters of the NAACP was thinking about when they were saying we're going to bury the word nigga. I get it, family. I hear where y'all coming from, family. But family, that's hollow. That's hollow. That's a hollow action, family. That's hollow. There is no substance in there. There is nothing that's going to stick to your bones in that situation, family. That is hollow, family. Substance sticks to you. Substance is something you can touch. Some substance is something that's going to help you develop and help you grow. Substance is something that's going to grow with you and prepare you and guide you. Substance. Tangible, something you can touch. You know, brothers and sisters, we got a lot of slogans. We got a lot of symbols and we got a lot of songs. Right? 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 I remember in 2012, I don't know if y'all remember 2012. You know, the country, the country was burdened in 2012, man. You know, we had just, my goodness, man. We had just, we, we were, man, G, goodness gracious. Man. Man. Man, it was a tough time, man. Man, it was a tough time, man. Ooh, it was a tough time. It was a tough time, man. It was a tough time. You know, you 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 had the um man, yo. You had man, I was just reflecting, y'all. I apologize. But the slogan, you know, when we were we, we were coming off um we were coming off um we were coming off Bush. We were coming off Bush. And Obama got in the office. And America was hurting, man. Because everybody had realized that Bush had lied about those weapons of mass destruction. Everybody had realized that we had got taken, taken for one. They had lied to us, G. They lied to us. They lied to us. They put on that, that sham of a hanging of Saddam Hussein. It was ridiculous. I mean, the world was just, country was just bitter, man. And then Obama came in, right? And Obama's slogan was change, right? Then when he got in office and everybody was talking about, damn it, we want Bush brought up on war crime charges. I mean, people wanted Bush's head, G. Because Bush lied, G. Cats had was starting to find out stuff about 9-11. It was bogus as hell.
It was just bogus. And the world was smacking the wall. The country, we wanted blood. We wanted justice. Because that dude had lied to us. And do you remember what President Obama said? President Obama said, let's move on. That's a slogan. Change. That's a slogan. All right. Then you think about symbols. You know, Obama's symbol was unity and we all could get together. And I am I am a, the, the, the testament of unity and I, I represent everybody. And, you know, we this this was his this this was his symbol. He was a symbol. President Obama was a symbol of the rebirth and and, and, and opportunity and and joy because it was the first black president and change was here. President Obama was the symbol. Y'all remember that? Y'all remember that? And then you get the songs coming in. My president is black. Remember Young Jeezy? My president is black. Everybody was rapping about it. Then the songs started pouring in. Do you remember that? Do you remember that? You know, voter died. Do you remember that? Do you remember that? Then the songs started pouring in. Do you remember that? Do you remember that? But there was no substance. There was no substance. What, what I'm talking about, I'm not talking to everybody. I'm talking to black people right here. There was no substance for us. Our president told us he wasn't just our president. He was everybody's president. But like I've said before, when you check the record, President Obama was breaking bread with a lot of people. He was breaking bread with, with he's for damn so wrote an executive order for the Hispanics to have the top notch education. That's a fact. You can go check the record on that. President Obama wrote an executive order that that stamp that mandated that Hispanics get top-notch education. They get access to it. I'm talking about an executive order strictly for Hispanics. Strictly. Not for black people. Not from the first black president. Where's the substance? You can't point to one thing that President Obama did strictly for black people and him being the first black president. Now check the record on that. There is no substance in that. None. But we get a slogan, we get a symbol, and we got a song, but no substance. Black folks, we can't put our hands around anything that the first black president did for us. And that's a tough one, but it's true. And don't tell me about how he was blocked and he couldn't do this and he couldn't do that, family. And the reason I don't want to hear that, because that's not a fact. Because can't nobody stop a president from writing an executive order. No one. No one, no one can stop a president from writing an executive order. You ain't got to like it, but it's an executive order and it's going forth. And the first black president did, one, did not write one executive order for black people. Now, I can hoof and holler and smack the wall and this, that and the third about Obama. And I've done it, but I'm not going to do that this time. I'm talking about July 10th, 2007 was a slogan, a symbol and a song. That's what it was. And I'm telling you that that brother, the first black president, did not write one piece of executive order for black people. And all he was was a slogan, a symbol, and a song. That's all he was, family. Because you know why I'm saying that, black people? Because we were left with no substance. We were left with no substance. But we were giving a, a, a slogan a symbol and a song that's what we were given and we were left with no substance 
And brothers and sisters, what I'm saying to you is that as we move forward, we're not moving forward with no slogan. We're not moving forward with no symbols and we're not moving for forward with no, no song. But what we're moving forward with is substance because our substance is going to be the building of our future. And we will be able to recognize who and what an individual is, who and what an organization is based on how they, how they participate in that or how they don't participate in that. And what I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, we don't need the help of a politician. What I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, we don't need the help of an organization. What I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, we have to be organized. I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, that we can put our own plan together, brothers and sisters, and we don't need to create a slogan, we don't need to create a symbol, and we don't need a song. What we need is substance. That's what we need, brothers and sisters. We need substance. And substance is the preparation of our children to do well in school. Substance is the preparation of our children not to be crime committers. The substance is to have respect and safety in our community. The substance is to be building up our children and taking control of their education. The substance is to build us an employment structure moving into the future where we know our people will be secured because we are shopping black and we are building black. And we're not dependent on slogans, symbols, and songs because we have created our own structure of substance that's where we must go brothers and sisters that's what it looks like brothers and sisters and when we begin to do that brothers and sisters we will have substance over slogans symbols and songs peace i'm your man mo morris the one man army and i want to say thank you for listening to who Radio. I'm your man Mo Morris, the one man army, and thank you for listening to Hood Radio. Peace. What up, Chicago?